What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 172nd episode of the Pokemon Podcast. My name is SBJ, and with me today, I have Travis. Since it just came out, all these people on Twitter are talking about playing Splatoon, um, but I'm thinking Splatoon. I haven't even played Splo One. <laughs> it's <was> really bad. <laughs> That's pretty terrible. Travis, you don't even have a Wii U, do you? No. You're above all that. It'll. I, I will have to wait for Splatoon before I'm going to be able to play. <laughs> uh, well, uh, with us today, as uh, unfortunately we have Travis, but we also have yeah. a Kickstarter listener with us. Uh, we have Chris with us today. Hi. I mean, I just hope I can just do better than that last joke. <laughs> Um, it's going to be hard. I set the bar pretty high. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been gone now, Travis? Like two weeks? Three weeks? That sounds right, yeah. Yeah, and you're coming back with A-plus material here. Yeah, I was workshopping that joke for, for weeks. No, I just thought of it today. <laughs> Chris, a uh, Kickstarter listener here, or Kickstarter backer, I should say. Uh, don't know how long you've been listening. That's the first question is, uh, how long have you been listening to It's uh, It's Super Effective? Well, on the run up to like X and Y, I was trying getting more into Pokemon, looking for podcasts, and it's super effective. Kind of found its way to me, and I think like the organs episode was probably like the first one I listened to. Oh, okay. At first, I was like organs, and I was like, oh, I remember that joke. <laughs> <laughs> yep. A vi- a vintage. <laughs> it's super effective. It's vintage I- ISE. Uh, just like Pidgeot and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Wobzip is a good one. I can't think of anything older. That the whole the, that whole part of my life is a blur. <laughs> <laughs> like it was yesterday. Uh so you started listening around the organs episode, um and you you found us in the the build up to X and Y. Yep. I feel like that's uh, a that's like a not uncommon thing is mm-hmm. as we as we record the show for almost five years you get those those early listeners that drop off and then you get a lot more new listeners with recent releases yeah unfortunately black and white kind of turned me off and then x and y brought me back to pokemon so. oh really yeah pretty much uh, i don't know just enjoyed black and white enough but then kind of just got tired of it though yeah yeah huh we hear you here. <laughs> I'm, I'm just curious. I, that's just surprising me. I don't really hear that sentiment very often. I, I know black and white too. Sometimes, me included, people have some complaints with, but black and well, white is pr- pretty generally well received, right? I would I would say it's it's pretty well huh. received. I would say it's probably more well received than Diamond and Pearl. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't I enjoy. I like. I didn't even play Black and White Two until after mm-hmm. I, I did Y because I wanted to play it to complete my Pokedex. Oh right. But I mean, I don't know. It was the first break I ever took from playing Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. Did you take? Uh, so, what game did you start with? I started with Red Version. Okay. Um, not. I didn't get it immediately when it came out. Uh, it's probably like a year or two later. Um, mm-hmm. I was actually first introduced by uh, to the TCG before playing Red Version, but played that and decided that was much more fun. <laughs> and kind of just played until, yeah, uh, Black and White took a break, came back for X and Y. 
Awesome, awesome. Uh, we got an exciting show for you guys today. We have uh, some Pokemon news, uh, some Shuffle news, of course, some Mystery Dungeon news. Uh, we have some competitive Pokemon statistics. Uh, our show, I don't know if you're a new listener or a recurring listener, but we don't dive too deep into competitiveness. Uh, our Pokemon of the Week is usually as competitive as we get with uh, Travis giving people pretty solid movesets to use. But uh, we're going to talk about what Pokemon are being used more often than not because of the Pokemon regionals that have been happening uh, this week and last week and every week of the year because competitive stuff never stops with Pokemon. <laughs> and then, of course, we have our item of the week and our Pokemon of the week as well. Oh, and I also have a segment of Extreme Speed for Chris. Forgot about Yay. that. Got a bunch of questions built up. I actually feel bad for our old uh, our old Kickstarter backers because we weren't running them through Extreme Speed. It's like a it's like a gauntlet. They're not they don't really get the the certification <laughs> of, of having been on the show unless they they go run the gauntlet of Extreme Speed. Probably safer which, for them. <laughs> which is funny that that we call it that because because when you told the premise of. To me, originally, I just assumed that the point was like answer the questions as fast as possible, which then that ended up not really being your conception in the first place. So I was like, "Oh, we should call it Extreme Speed," and you're like, "Yeah, yeah, that's really cool." But it's it's just answer the questions. Yeah. Well, we <laughs> you you would like to have a segment kind of be more than like two minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> so when they were just answering questions, it was like. Uh, this isn't work. This is this didn't buffer anything out. <laughs> Back to the drawing board. I'll Back take to a the moment. Smeargle board. <laughs> um, but before we dive into news, uh, we do this new thing where we ask what's going on in the weekend because that really buffs out the show. <laughs> so, Travis, how was your weekend? Pretty good. Um, watched a lot of X Files yesterday. Gearing is that up. Back on Netflix. Uh, I. I don't know if Netflix in part. I think it might be Netflix that it's coming back. It is coming I, back. Um, I believe it's going to be on Fox, I thought, at least. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. I mean, season five, and there's nine of them, so I still have a way to go. I just watched the episode that's in black and white and is titled The Great Mutato. Or no, 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 that's the name of the character. The episode is the postmodern Prometheus, because it's a nod to Frankenstein. Sorry, Frankenstein. The ending's weird. The rest of it's pretty good. How many, uh, how many seasons are there of X Files? There's nine. I, I've only heard that the first one, the first season's good. Nothing else is. The first season's great, and I there was a point I I tried to watch it all the way through before and got part of the way through the second season and couldn't couldn't finish it. But now that I've gone back again, it does figure out a way out of its sophomore slump. It has a weird part in the third season where they feel like every episode to make it exciting, they need to call on a SWAT team. So like every episode in the third <laughs> season, a SWAT team will like bust into the, into the suspect's door and you just FBI. So that's a weird thing that happens in season three, but then around season four and five, things start to change a little bit. They, it's weird because in the first season, the like mythology episodes that carry the show are like the ones you look forward to, but then it switches to be sort of the more episodic monster of the week ones that are better. Welcome to X Files cast. <laughs> I'm gonna be playing D and D tonight too, so that's the other thing on my weekend. Oh, that's awesome. 
Are you a weekly D&D thing, or is it... I'm in one, two, three campaigns, so each one is probably like once a month, so that amounts to almost once a week. Okay. I've always wanted... I was talking, well, I was talking about this with Greg on when Greg was on, and it's very hard to get a group together for D&D. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun, though. There's a Pokemon RPG out there that fans made um, that is... Needlessly complicated. Me and uh, <laughs> like anything remember. in Pokemon. Yeah, I can't remember who else, but me and Saul at least were looking at making a party, um, making a group to play it. But and I was looking through the the rule book, and the thing is just um, like Byzantine. Like it requires that you multi class, which is like a complicated thing from like D and D and stuff, and they carry it over into this, and it has like all of these different like subsections and things and your all of your pokemon have their own character sheets and you fight with your pokemon which is weird uh, that was going to be my that's going to be my next question are you like a trainer or are you a pokemon in the you're you're a trainer that fights with your pokemon and you have a character sheet all of your pokemon have character sheet there's so much to mark down that I don't see how anyone could ever play it but it's a- out there I but mean, do your Pokemon faint or do they get uh, die? That's what I want. I think there. I think what I remember reading through it, and I think I remember that they did mention like that. That's up to the the GM, like the game master's uh, discretion whether they want in in their story Pokemon to die or faint. I think was mentioned. That doesn't sound too appealing. Like if I could be a certain Pokemon, I would. I would much. I think that would be a much simpler system. <laughs> right. And so then it's like you're, you're on your journey of like four different Pokemon, which probably most likely has four different typings. And then when you find mm-hmm. something in the wild, you can strategize a battle around that. Yeah, that would be cool. Do like a mystery dungeon tabletop RPG. We have an idea here, folks. <laughs> that we do. Uh, could you imagine us like doing that on like Twitch? We're just sitting there. <laughs> I think people would people would enjoy it, or even if we just recorded it and then released it later. There's tons of podcasts that are just people playing D and D. Yeah, yeah. People love. I've yeah. seen enough of it. <laughs> That's awesome. See, this is this is the spitballing that gets us somewhere in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris, how was your weekend? Um, not bad. Uh, went bowling for the first time in quite a while. I was going to say, the first time ever? Oh, my God. (laughs) No, I was subject to it a lot as a child. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I spent several hours just trying to kill Skullis in Destiny yesterday. That took a while. Oh, it sounds like my night where I spent (laughs) three hours and then uh, left with zero rewards. Well, I mean, it was our second attempt. The first attempt was three hours and being unsuccessful. Cool. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, that's, I mean, it's mostly what I did. Playing some, playing some Pokemon Shuffle and that stuff. Nice. Shuffle is always good. I really like Victini. Got lots of XP. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that'll be in the news, uh, Victini. My weekend pretty, uh, not similar to Travis's all, but uh, a little similar to Chris's. I played a lot of Destiny because the House of Wolves expansion came out. And uh, I've played so much that I've 
I've run out of stuff to do really again. Which seems to be the problem when you put like 700 hours into a game. Isn't House of Wolves a band name? Probably. Oh, no, no, no. I'm thinking of the Gallows album Orchestra of Wolves Carry On. That sounds probably cooler than the Destiny expansion. <laughs> it's a pretty good record. The next one, uh, Great Britain's better. And then when they lose the original lead singer, it sort of goes downhill. Yeah. Usually what happens with bands and some mm-hmm. singers for some odd reason. Played some Splatoon. Uh, that came out. See, full circle back to Travis's mm-hmm. joke. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of things I like about Splatoon, and there's a lot of things I don't. Uh, I'm going to mm-hmm. give, give some listeners some pro tips here, if you're a Splatoon player. Uh, pro tip one. Uh, it is not an art contest. Do not spend several <laughs> seconds trying to paint your sidewalk perfectly. <laughs> that doesn't help anyone. Just paint and keep moving forward. I watched one guy just literally go around in a circle trying to get like all the edges <laughs> in in the area. It's like, no, don't do that at all. What if you saw one person just by, back by your base just actually making an, just a painting, something <laughs> Just like drawing I think his name great. into the wall. Um, pro tip two, walls don't count, so don't paint walls unless you plan on climbing up them. Splatoon only seems to count the um, the ground. And then pro tip three is try not to die, because if you die, your respawn is three seconds long. And so in in a match, if you die like five times, that's 15 seconds out of three minutes that you're not doing anything. If you you feel like you're not in a good spot, just go backwards, just retreat. It's it's way simpler than dying. Um, So those are my three pro tips for Splatoon players. I like Splatoon a lot, but... uh, there's like not enough to do. It has like the destiny problem of like it's really fun, but there's like z- lacking in zero content. There's only two maps every four hours, so that's kind of a bummer. My significant other told me that she knew that there was single player in it, but she couldn't find it. Is it <laughs> is it designed? For, are like the menus designed poorly? Uh, yeah. There's like this like little town hub. Um, and none of it really matters because you can just access everything off the touch screen except for the single player. Oh. You have to, like, run to somebody in a sewer. Oh, weird. Uh, and then, like, when you're in, like, a store, um, you can just hit L and R to switch to a different store. So it's like they made this, like, little, like, main plaza that really you don't ever have to do anything in. Like, walking would take you longer than just tapping the touch screen and then hitting L and R. And I had no appeal to do the single player, but now I'm reading that you can get like really good items or guns just by going through the single player, and that's kind of like oh, okay. Mm. The the two things that bothered me the most about it is one, there's no pro controller support. Uh, you have to use the Wii gamepad, mm. which is not my like controller of choice for long periods of time. Yeah, and Sounds then. Fair. People are like, well, you need the gamepad to like warp to people and like, or to look at the map. And it's like, you don't really need to look at the map because the top of your screen tells you who's winning by how big their squids are compared to your squids. Uh, two, you don't need to use the warp thing if you follow my pro tip of not dying. Huh. <laughs> because again, not dying is really important. And then number three is Mario Kart did the same thing where you could just set the gamepad up next to you and have the map, but you can still use a pro controller. Mm-hmm. So that kind of gets around it. And then my second complaint is it. Um, I don't like that all the matches are three minutes long. 
Like it's it adds enough tension of like providing a comeback, but if you're if you're losing and you're kind of past that like two minute mark, it's like harder to get a comeback, and it's like I don't know. It feels like you you don't accomplish enough in in the round. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know if 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 people are going out and buying it or whatnot. It's okay. That's my review. It's okay. <laughs> I would assume with the uh, the ranked battles isn't open for anyone yet because according to Nintendo, not enough people are at level ten. But once once I get into ranked battles, I'll see if if I like it more or not because mm-hmm. people will actually care instead of starting a match and going idle and then it's like three versus four, which is a huge bummer, or just painting their feet over and over, putting up Squidward memes. <laughs> Yeah, it does That's a really cool thing, thing with Miiverse, where it, like there's like billboards or walls uh, in the pl- in the plaza or like in levels, and it like takes Miiverse posts and put them puts them on those billboards or like it does do some cool things with Miiverse. Yeah, that's all I got. I guess it's time for some news. Start off with some Japan news because that's relevant to most of our listeners. Hmm. <laughs> Actually, we have quite a few listeners in Japan. Um, yeah. Magikarp and Shiny Gyarados to be distributed in Japan to promote the Pokemon Center Hiroshima, which I probably said slightly wrong. I recently saw a video where um, one of our listeners, Andrew, I, I think was explaining how to say it to us because we mentioned the city on the show. So it, I don't think I was on the episode, but I still saw the video and I think he said it was... Hiroshima, uh, oh, Hiroshima, yeah, yeah. Hiroshima, yeah, something like that. Look at you, Travis. The great thing about Andrew, he he's a long time listener. He's is, great. He is Australian. Everything. That's the, the no. Uh, wasn't he from New Zealand? No, no, New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say Kiwi, but I don't know if that's offensive. <laughs> uh, and then he he's lived in Japan for like twelve years. I yeah, think. something like that. Yeah, but he's like fluent in Japanese, and then he has a sweet. Um, accent, and he's just a really swell guy overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. I don't know if there's more details besides that. It looks like it's just a regular Magikarp, and a Shiny Gyarados will be distributed at Pokemon Centers and Pokemon Stores across Japan. This distribution can be attained in both X and Y and Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. The distribution will run between June 26th and August 31st. And that will be at all Pokemon Centers and stores throughout Japan to celebrate the, this new Pokemon Center. Uh, players can obtain Magikarp from the Magikarp fishing spot. I don't know what that is. I, I don't know what that is. Magikarp can be obtained multiple times in a single game. Unlike most events, it can be traded through Wonder Trade and GTS. Magikarp has a small chance of being shiny, uh, more so than the regular shiny rates. And then shiny Gyarados can be obtained once per game, cannot be Wonder Traded. Uh, and the red Gyarados is the new mascot of Pokemon Center. Hiroshima. Is Red Gar- Gyarados even exciting anymore? I don't know. Doesn't everybody have one? Yeah, I feel like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Especially like if you played Heart Gold Soul Silver, you definitely have one. Oh, yeah. I remember in I thought it was so funny how in those games that Shiny Magikarp was so much more rare than Shiny <laughs> Gyarados because of the one that they give you in the game. I just, and I think Shiny Magikarp looks cooler because Shiny Magikarp is gold. Oh yeah, he is gold. I don't get why they didn't make like the quote unquote shiny Gyarados in 
Lake. Is it Lake Rage? Yeah. Yep. If they didn't make him just like a different color than the normal shiny. Yeah, yeah. Because he's not really shiny, right? It was like Team Rocket did something to him or something. Yeah, like yeah. I think it's something like that. Some American news. Now we're flipping from Japan to America. Um, we don't have any listeners there. We'll just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Move on. Visit the LA Pokemon Boat Boutique starting in June. This sounds right up your alley, Travis. It does. Have you heard about this? No, I have no idea what this is. All right. Uh, this is a Pokemon Boutique capsule collection at the Japan LA Pop Culture Shop in Los Angeles. Uh, so the, the pop shop, if you will. The old pop shop. So if you're in Come LA... Come on down to Steve's old pop shop. <laughs> if you're in uh, LA between June 6th and July 5th, um, there's a special Pokemon Boutique pop-up shop uh, working in collaboration with Japan LA Pop Culture Shop. Uh, this capsule collection will feature fashionable Pokemon products, uh, specialty, <laughs> specialty <laughs> designers such as Japan LA, Anch Movement, and Omocat will be designing exclusive Pokemon-themed fashion that you won't want to miss. I love how they're not even telling you what remotely it is. Yeah, I have no That's all that they tell you? Uh, it says it opens June 6th with, uh, with lots of exciting opening night activities. Uh, there will be character photo opportunities, appearances by featured designers, celebrity DJ Amy Pham, uh, <laughs> nail artists, and more. The Is event this will a- run from 6 to 10 p.m. on June 6th, and all Pokemon fans are invited. Uh, and that's it. That's the whole press release on Pokemon.com. Is, Is this a coded message? <laughs> Is there... Is there like some super spy sitting in uh, like Quantico somewhere, like furiously typing, furiously typing as they're receiving this transmission to them? Like, oh, it says uh, featured fashion pop shop, so it must. That sounds like a code, right? <laughs> this isn't real. I don't know, but I think I'm going to go have to go check it out. Are you in the LA area? Uh, yeah, yes, I am. Oh, that's oh. awesome. You can give us the scoop. You yeah. can tell tell me if you see any secret agent types. Let oh, me know okay. how DJ Amy Fam is, and let me know how the nail artists are. That's celebrity <laughs> DJ Amy Fam to you. That's very true. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it actually almost sounds like how I did the art shows, except instead of art, it's some hidden fashion thing that they're not whatever explaining. whatever you do at a boutique <laughs> right it sounds like a cool event though i'll report from the scene all right <laughs> periscope it for us yeah uh all right uh pokemon shuffle update version 1.2 the biggest patch uh yet in pokemon shuffle let's see here so by updating it you should get a complexity minus one for free which helps you catch uh, better Pokemon. The new update separated paid hearts from the regenerating hearts. Uh, So what happened before is every 30 minutes you would get a heart, and that would max out at five hearts. Um, You could buy hearts, of course. Um, Let's say you buy like 20 hearts for whatever, $5. I'm not sure how much it is. Um, If you buy 20 hearts, you no longer get hearts to regen because you've already, you're over five so it was almost never worth it to buy hearts unless you were planning on spending them right then and right now because then you weren't getting your five free hearts. 
So this update separated the free hearts and the paid hearts. First, you will always use your your free hearts, and then your paid hearts sit in a reserve. So once you burn through your five free hearts, you start using your paid hearts. Uh, and if you decide not to, then your free hearts will come back every 30 minutes. Rollover minutes. Yes. Pokemon Shuffle went the AT&T route. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a, that's a really good update. Um, just for that alone. They also got rid of the home button trick. There was a... Uh, a pretty much you could cheat the game and... If <gasps> you, <laughs> shocking. <laughs> if, uh, if you threw a Great Ball at a Pokemon, which would double the percentage to catch it. So if Shuckle had a 13% chance, you could use a Great Ball and it would be a 26% catch chance to catch it. Great Ball would cost 2,500 coins, which is not cheap, really, in Pokemon Shuffle. Um, if you threw a Great Ball and it failed, you could press the home button quickly, and the the you wouldn't actually spend the coins for the Great Ball. Uh, they've removed that uh, that patch, or that bug, exploit. or trick, exploit, yeah. When you said, if you throw... <laughs> Yeah, obviously you said if you throw a great ball, but for some reason in my head, part of the exploit, as you were explaining it, had to be if you throw your 3DS. <laughs> I thought that's where it was going, and I was <laughs> astonished. Oh man, that'd be way that'd be a way cooler exploit. <laughs> uh, if they, you juggle your 3DS, there's there's also a um, Mega Venusaur competition going on right now, so. Top 20,000 in the U.S. will get a Megastone for Venusaur if you place, again, in the top 20,000. Uh, that has that was a 10-day event. I believe there are three or four more days left for that. So if, if, you, if you struggle with these competitions, you did get a complexity minus one. I would recommend using that. That's a 9,000 coin item, uh, and it really helps with uh, these competitions. And then, as Chris mentioned earlier in the podcast, uh, Victini has showed up. Uh, Victini has showed up for uh, he or she. Actually, I think Victini is non-gender. Um, I think you're correct. They uh, they're showing up Saturday and Sunday, and they have like they give you just major experience upon completion. Um, mm. So normally, Pokemon. To level up your Pokemon and Pokemon Shuffle, it's based off of how many turns there are to uh, catch that or defeat that Pokemon. So you would never, like, you would never want to grind on like a four-move stage. You would. Most people use the Ampharos stage because it's fifty turns. So it doesn't matter how fast you beat Ampharos, you get fifty turns worth of experience for the four Pokemon you took in. So most people just grind on Ampharos. Uh, Victini, I believe, is uh, seven turns, but um, that doesn't matter at all. It's just once you beat them, you just get a, a ton of experience. Um, and you can only do Victini once a day, one on Saturday, one on Sunday, uh, which is really cool, except they took away Meowth um, in exchange for Victini, and Meowth was your like easy way to get coins. Well, I think they're lying to us because I loaded it up early today and Meowth was there. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Because I, I loaded it up at uh, 2 a.m. on Friday, or on Saturday, I should say, and I was like, oh, Victini is here, great, I'm going to do Mega Venusaur again, and there was no Meowth, and I haven't loaded it up this morning, so if Meowth came back, that'd be sweet. Yeah, I, mean, I completed Meowth today. Okay, cool. Um, breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> Meowth is like my favorite thing of the weekend. Because <laughs> you get ma- major coins. 
So our overall uh, really good update with Pokemon Shuffle. I like wish that other Pokemon games that aren't Shuffle would like just do what Pokemon Shuffle is doing and just give us weekly things. Uh, it's so easy and it's so simple. They're just one minor update a week. Yeah. Is there music? I'm sorry, my roommate is oh, okay. moving around right now. <laughs> a, little, a little smooth jazz in the background. Yes. Uh, but have you tried that new uh, Puzzles and Dragons, though? No, I, I haven't. Um, I kind of like overlooked it because I knew that Pokemon Shuffle is a version of Puzzles and Dragons. Yeah. Um, but, man, it's getting really, really good reviews. Yeah, I think I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, I think I might I might pick it up because I really like Pokemon Shuffle and Puzzles and Dragons is I mean it's the same thing, it's just with dragons plus, and, puzzles. and plus a little bit of Mario. Yeah, and the Mario stuff too. And I heard the Mario stuff is actually really good as well. Instead of like taking Pokemon into battle, you're taking like Koopa Troopers and Goombas and stuff. Moving on to another Pokemon game, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon got some more updated news. It will actually feature all 720 Pokemon from the series. I believe this is the second game to do that besides Pokemon Rumble World. Uh, obviously, the main series games doesn't count. Uh, actually, they, they can't count because they don't have all 720 Pokemon. You have to trade from other games. Do you mean just in general for a side game to have all of the Pokemon in the Pokedex or for... A side game to have all of the Pokemon in the Pokedex from Gen 6, because Pokemon Mystery Dungeons 1 and 2 did have the entire Pokedex oh, of did their they? era. Yeah. Hmm. Well, this is the game with all of the Pokemon in the entire Pokedex up to yeah. when they add new Pokemon. <laughs> Isn't Hoopa 120? So, like, not even the main game has all 120. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I don't know. Um, let's see here. It was previously reported that the game will be even greater than the trailer shows. Uh, I haven't watched the trailer yet. Uh, it's in. There's no English trailer though. It will feature right. all 720 Pokemon that have appeared in the game up, to, up until now, including all the legendary Pokemon. Uh, players will get to take 20 different Pokemon at a time on their journey. Whoa! What does that even mean? <laughs> That's considerably different from the previous games, which isn't the title like Super Pokemon Mystery Dungeon or something Super like that. Super Mystery Dungeon, yeah. Yeah. Um, the the game will release in Japan on September seventeenth, um, and two thousand sixteen for early West. I th- didn't they say earlier it was December of two thousand fifteen? Maybe that's just well. A now general. it's not. <laughs> Maybe that's just a general statement, but. Uh, we uh we talked about this a little bit, Travis, but you weren't on. Uh, right. I defended you in saying you liked uh, one of the Mystery Dungeons. I love Mystery Dungeons 2. I think it's a fabulous game. Um, I didn't play the third one because I was told that it wasn't as good. Didn't you play the third one? Gates to Infinity. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't Pretty like bad, it. right? Yeah. Mystery Dungeon 2 is a fantastic game. Um, it... One of the things that surprised me so much about that game is how much there is to do, even after you've completed the game, that that um, explorers of time and darkness and shadow have um, an incredible amount of post-game content um, that's all enjoyable. It's The game is quite challenging, much more difficult, I would say, than, than any main series game. Um, and so I hope that this third one... Uh, continues in that vein um 
because I always I always think that the main series games should be sort of easy, like X and y, X and Y. I think is a good example of a game that's pretty easy to just power through because it's a kids game and it should just be. I think it, I think it's more fun to be able to breeze through the single player experience because when you get to the end and you can then you can do competitive battles and breeding and things um, if you want to. But with side games, they have the the liberty to change that formula a little bit, and I felt like Mystery Dungeon 2, and I didn't play Mystery Dungeon 1. The only one I've played is the second one. Um, Mystery Dungeon 2 really takes advantage of that. It makes a challenging game with an interesting story um, and a good uh, system of mechanics with it, too. So I hope this fourth one continues in that tradition. And 20 Pokemon seems ridiculous, and that it there's no way it could be similar, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, well, it's... We still don't have a um, a main series game announced for 2015, and E3 is what two or three weeks away. I don't know. Yep, I believe it's two. I don't think at, we've I don't think we've ever gotten a main series announcement at E3. I mean, could be the first year. Could uh, could be a ongoing tradition of no Pokemon at E3. Uh, but I guess we'll we'll find out uh, in the upcoming weeks. There was a Nintendo Direct last night or something but it was monster hunter related if i wasn't if i'm not mistaken mm. yeah well we'll see uh, if not we have i mean we ha- technically have three pokemon games this year shuffle rumble world and now super mystery dungeon so it's kind of a lot of pokemon in one year even though it's not a main series game and we're i guess we're getting t- uh pokemon fighters as well whether that's coming to the u.s or not just kind of right. thinking Japan's world, they got they're getting four games this year guaranteed. We got two games so far guaranteed. So I'm fine with uh, out of main series this year. Yeah, I agree. I'm fine too. Especially like I I feel like the games, the Pokemon main series games, I like always. I like them because they came out at the right time. Yeah, and I and I, I've I'm like a broken record about this, but like if Black and White Two would have came out at a different time, I feel like I would have just enjoyed it even more than I did. Didn't Will um, play it a little later than the rest of us and enjoy it a lot more? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's Exhibit A. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's funny because in our Slack community, we have, we have 50, 50 people in there now, and I, I was just like shocked how many people haven't even played Auras yet. It's like, yeah. <laughs> these are our most hardcore listeners, and... A lot of them haven't even gotten auras yet, and there's some of them were debating, and it was like, oh my god! Like, to me, I feel like every Pokemon fan just gets it on day one and goes through it. Um, but yeah, some people were like, yeah, I'm still playing through X and Y. I have yeah. no reason to move to auras yet. Yeah, I had to play it right away. I couldn't wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna make all our listeners wait because we're gonna take a small break, and then when we come back, we uh, we'll go over some competitive stuff. Uh, which we haven't done for a while, but hopefully it'll be somewhat good for you guys. So we will be right back.
And we are back from our break to talk about some Pokemon competitive stuff since um, regionals is going on right now. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what Chris's input will be here, but Travis, of course, a uh, pretty competitive person, more so than I, I myself. haven't. I haven't played competitively in quite a while. I couldn't even tell you what the rule set is for this year of VGC. So. <laughs> Well, I'm going to run down the top 12 Pokemon that are being used right now. Uh, oh, okay. There should be no surprises, at least on your end. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, number one. Actually, can you guess number one? This is for VGC, not for Little Cup, right? Yeah, this is VGC. Um, I'm double battles, I believe. Uh, I'm just going to do the safe guess and guess Mega Kangaskhan? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Shocking, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I did. I did switch it to um, double battles, uh, even though Kangaskhan was uh, number one across all the boards. Hmm. Uh, number two is Landorus. Makes sense. Probably Therian, maybe. I think Therian is generally considered to be the better form. It's the one where he's on four legs. Yeah, the kitty cat one. <laughs> is that what they're calling it? <laughs> That's what I call it. It looks like a kitty cat. Uh, Sylveon, number three. Hmm. Uh, Thunderous, number four. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be in the incarnate form. Yeah, yeah, the little cloud form. Yeah. Heatran, number five. Uh, good old Charizard racking in number six. Mm-hmm. Uh, number seven is Salamance. Uh, mm-hmm. Number eight, Talonflame. Nine, Amoongus. Ten, uh, I can never say this Pokemon's name, Agislash? Agislash? I usually say... Aegislash, but I'm probably wrong. Aegislash. Uh, uh, this might be the only shocker on the list. Number 11 is Bisharp. That makes sense for doubles. Because um, Sucker Punch is really good when um, when there's a chance that you're not being hit at all. Like when there's a... When, when there's a chance that one Pokemon might be double attacked or whatever, get, being able to get a Sucker Punch off. I, I'm guessing that has something to do with it, although I couldn't tell you why exactly Bashar was up there. Maybe it's a a good counter to something. Like, maybe it's... Well, not to... Kangaskhan, really. Um, so power up Punch, not to... Talon Flame, because that's... Not to, so, I don't know. Uh, and then the last one is Terrakion. So, yeah, I don't think any Shockers here. I'm actually surprised how many... Fire Pokemon on this list three, and then there's also one, two, three, Steel. There's no water on the list, no bug on the list. Steel is a very good type to have. Now is Fairy Water that's very weak steel. against Steel. What's that? It's very weak against Steel. It is, but the I think the one of the most important things is how many resistances it has, and even though it does have a lot of weaknesses, a lot of those are easy to. Um, to negate things like Heatran, you're like, oh, you know, as that four times ground weakness, that's that's where you hit it. But a lot of people will run an air balloon, so there goes earthquake. Two of the weaknesses. So but one ground move that matters. Yeah. Yep. No shockers here. Now, more interesting, I think, is the little cup. Little uh, cup's cool. Now, little cup was the competition that happened uh, two weeks ago. Now. Um, that sounds right. Because it was about 
three weeks ago when we talked about it, like when it was announced. Yes, and for those that forgot the rules, uh, you could use a Pokemon like Charmander, but you couldn't use Charmeleon or Charizard because it could evolve. You couldn't use Kangaskhan because it didn't evolve. And then all Pokemon right. were set to level 5. Now this was a. Sim- I think I said some erroneous information about EV training because apparently it does matter for a little cup, which I didn't know. Yeah, I think uh, you you got a couple tweets about that, didn't you? One or two. Probably. Pointing it out, you're like, probably. I don't look at my Twitter. I don't care what people think. <laughs> I don't care what people say about me. It's good for that. Uh, this was a single single format battle uh, using Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. There was seven thousand five hundred and nine participants. Who do you think number one was? Uh, Scyther, right? Ooh, close. He was number two. Number uh-huh. one was Sneasel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is Gligar up there? Uh, yes, yes, yes. So we got number one, Sneasel. Number two, Scyther. Number three, Magnemite. Yeah, that makes sense. Number four, your buddy, your pal, Travis. <laughs> you good old Swirlix. <gasps> oh, yeah, because it has the... What is it? It's like a belly drum set people use. I mean, you, you would know more than I. I would, I would just assume that Swirlix is like one of the strongest fairy types that doesn't evolve. I think it's, uh, I think people do like belly drum and give it a citrus berry or, or, or a citrus berry band. Mm, we didn't say no. I don't think Cause it then it'll, it's the only item band was Eviolite. Oh, okay. Well, whichever berry it is that heals. Or not citrus, because that one's a percent, but whatever berry it is that heals um, a set amount of HP that's like bigger than like Oran Berry. Um, because for at level 5, that's going to be all your health back. <laughs> or wait, no, because that'll only happen if you're bo- below half, if you're like a quarter, or if below a third or whatever, so I don't know. Must be something else. Uh, number 5 is Murkrow. Mm-hmm. 6 is Misdrevious. Mistri- yeah, something like that. Seven, I don't know how to say it. Seven is Onyx. Number eight is Fletchling. Nine is Gligar. Ten is Tangula, which is interesting. That makes a lot of sense, yeah. Uh, Eleven is Pharaoh Seed. And number 12 is uh, Meditite. Mm-hmm. And there you go. Little Cup is so weird. Yeah, these, are, these Pokemon seem way more interesting than... Uh, your normal ranked battle Pokemon. Mega Kangaskhan, Talonflame. Yeah. Uh, every legendary under the sun. The only thing that was, was missing was Cresselia. Yeah, Cresselia was such a big deal a few years ago. I do think it's a little unfair, though, that you're putting, like, Scyther and Sneasel in the same list because their stats are so much higher than... Yeah. Whatever, and then Magnemite's also he like got the like the touch up treatment once a uh, Steel type was introduced, mm-hmm. <laughs> but pretty cool overall. Number one winner was somebody in Great Britain. Actually, it was all it was so the top ten was one in Great Britain, eight in Japan, and then one in wow. Italy. Wow, <laughs> no U.S. there. We fail at Pokemon. <laughs> The West still wins, though, because the British person still won, so that's all that matters. That's right. Jay-Han. West side is best side. Congrats, Jahan. Yeah, I don't think there's any like good prize or anything. Mm. It's not like Pokemon sends you a trophy. 
then congrats. Congrats. You can make your own trophy. Yeah. Uh, congrats. How sad would that be to to go to one of those trophy stores and design and buy a trophy for yourself? The person's like, uh, and uh, who, what name should I be engraving here? Uh, my, my, my name. <laughs> I just look at you and you you just see the the disappointment in their eyes as they as they write down Travis Wheeler and <laughs> hand you the bill. I'll get you a Pokemon trophy, Travis. <laughs> uh, because because they don't sell those at trophy stores, it'll just be like uh it'll be like a swimmer on the top. You just take it off, put a Pikachu amiibo on the top and <laughs> <laughs> I like the people who sell their Pokemon trophies on eBay. Because that's definitely a thing. Huh. Uh, let's run uh, Let's run Chris through some extreme speed here. A little nervous. <laughs> uh, so for our listeners that don't know how this works, we did it last week, and it was everyone seemed to like it. But uh, we're going to say uh, give Chris an A or B answer, and then he's supposed to give us like a one-sentence statement of why uh, he is picking either A or B, and we discussed earlier in the show the reason we did that is because otherwise extreme speed would only be like twenty seconds long. Um, so we got some questions for you. We'll start the music here, which uh, Chris won't be able to hear because that is always done in post editing. You don't have a you don't have like a nineties boombox next to you, or you where you hit like that. I don't know how else to describe it, like an analog play button that like clicks in. <laughs> I feel like a, a, yeah, a button. A button is just a button. Yeah. All right, you ready, Chris? Uh, sure. All right, here we go. Extreme speed. Uh, Mega Gengar or Mega Pidgeot? Mega Gengar, because he's... I, 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 I enjoy his shiny. Mm. Solid answer. Mega Lopunny or Mega Camerupt? Gonna go with camera, uh, Mega Camera up because I go with Team Magma. Uh, Pokemon X and Y or Pokemon Auras? X and Y because Go Gart riding. <laughs> uh, black and white or Heart Gold Soul Silver? Heart Gold Soul Silver. Got good. I like I like having my Pokemon out of their Pokeballs. Slowbro or Slow King? Slow King. He's really cool in Pokemon 2000. <laughs> That's a good answer. Uh, fairy type or dragon type? Uh, dragon type because uh, I think Lance is a pretty good, cool guy. Uh, fire type or ice type? Uh, fire, probably because Charizard was my once favorite Pokemon. Uh, Sega or Sony? Hmm. Uh. Sega, because the Genesis was my first home console. Ooh, nice. That was also mine. Uh, grass type or water type? Uh, a grass type, because it's super effective against water. <laughs> uh, leftovers or quick claw? Oh, what was the last one? Quick claw. I mean, I gotta represent super effective with quick claw. <laughs> it's a superior item. Yeah. Uh, sky battles or horde battles? Uh, horde battles uh, for EV training. Nice. Uh, cheese or milk? Uh, milk, because it is an amazing drink. 
single battles or double battles? Single battles because there's far too many complicated things, extra complicated things in double battles. All right. Uh, chocolate candy or sour candy? Sour candy. I'm just not a fan of chocolate. See how much you learn about a person through extreme speed? Uh, the anime Pokemon or uh, Pokemon movies? Ooh, um, I know both are terrible. Pick, pick <laughs> wisely. <laughs> uh, uh, I probably have watched more anime, uh, the cartoon, uh, the television show than the movie, so I'll go with that. Okay, and finally, Cleffa or Pichu? Cleffa, it's just far more cuter. No! <laughs> <laughs> all, all these new guests picking Cleffa. <laughs> Uh, the right. humanity speed. That was a good one. Cleffa doesn't hurt itself when it attacks. So. That's true. Yeah, Pichu's at that disadvantage. Justin Super Smash Brothers. That's amazing. I knew. I already knew when you picked Fire Type over Ice Type that you were going to disappoint me when it got to the <laughs> Pichu or Cleffa question. I shouldn't have even kept any hopes up. <gasps> you, s- you set yourself up, Travis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Uh, Travis, you still playing Smash Brothers? No. <laughs> <laughs> I probably should not have purchased that game with how little I played it. But you Whoops. were uh, such a big Smash Brothers fan prior. Yeah. I just don't love playing it on a handheld device. I didn't love it as much as I thought I would. Um, and I don't have a Wii U, so there you go. Full circle. This whole episode I, is full circle. I Splatoon. agree with that. <laughs> I'm right. not enjoying Smash Brothers on my 3DS. You don't enjoy it? No, I don't. Like, I, I'm just not a fan of controlling it. Yeah, yeah, it's too small. It's it. Uh, when I played the demo, the analog nub stick just didn't do it for me. <laughs> I also only. I don't even have a 3ds XL. I just have original launch 3ds, Ooh. so that makes it bad too. You need that, to upgrade to a new 3ds. No, I don't, I don't need to buy it. Just just to play Super Smash Brothers, no, no, just, I don't need to buy another system. Just no. to have a better experience because the original 3DS was trash. You can probably find a used 3DS XL. That'll, yeah, that'll but, be but I don't... Oh, I never do that. I never buy, a, buy the upgraded system. Ugh. <laughs> so much money. That's true. That's why you don't buy the first one. You buy. <laughs> That's why you just wait. Yeah. <laughs> wait out. I waited till the XL came out. Then how was I supposed to play uh, great Nintendo DS launch titles like... Um, Feel the Magic XY. You steal your sister's <laughs> 3DS like I did. Great Nintendo DS launch titles like Sprung. <laughs> like Pokemon Dash. Wasn't that? No, that wasn't a launch title. It was close to launch, though. Ugh. <sighs> For the DS. Nintendogs is a launch title too. Yeah. Steel Diver. Steel Diver. Steel Diver. <laughs> Street Fighter 4? Yeah. Really? Huh, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, I regret buying a original 3DS on launch day. It, let, it literally get, get collected dust for the longest time. 
But now you have all those ambassador games. That's so. true. Yeah, I do have the ambassador games that I've probably only played for a total of five minutes. Come to think of it, I think I bought my th- <laughs> I think I bought my 3DS after the 3DS XL had already come out. Because <laughs> I definitely don't have the ambassador things. Oh man. Uh, <sighs> item of the week. PokemonCenter.com. They do not sponsor us, but one, maybe one day they will. Uh, this week's item of the week is the Xerneas Pokey Plush large size, 18 and a half inches. What everyone wants to hear in life. <laughs> five, five Pokeballs out of five. $32.99 U.S. American dollars. I just opened it up and it looks so silly. Yeah, it doesn't look good. Uh, so we have we have so the big. product details. Called the Life Pokemon, Xerneas is said to strengthen the fairy type Pokemon. This Pokemon, uh, that's literally a sentence. It's <laughs> this Pokemon! Exclamation point. <laughs> it brings a fuzzy kind of power to its owner. Uh, oh man, the bullet point guy, super slacking. Only two uh, bullet points. This is the smallest we've seen. Uh, he should definitely be fired. Yeah, one of the most recognizable X and Y Pokemon. And the second bullet point is stands almost 20 inches tall. No, we know how tall it is. It's <laughs> 18 and a half. It, well, it's almost 20. <sighs> bullet point guy. Really, really dropped the ball here. This is ages four years and up. Made in China, of course. 1.22 American pounds. Service wash only. Wait, that seems really heavy. Well, he's almost 20 inches tall, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> this Pokemon. I guess that is pretty tall. Yeah, that's like... Hold on, doing math. <laughs> that's like over two feet tall. No, that's like over three feet tall. No, no, 12 nope. inches and a foot. It's one and a half feet tall. Oh, why was I thinking six inches was a foot? Now, <laughs> listeners might know, but I don't know how many inches are in a foot. How many quarts are in a pint? I mean, Pints are, are in a quart? Inches. Gallons? We what are, are like those? Of, we are one of three countries that use this ridiculous measurement That's system. so bad. Uh, Canada is probably I, always confused when we're talking about size. Like... The one that gets me is that probably the one that's most used is a mile. I have no idea what a mile is. It's like 5,000 and something feet. It's like 12 city blocks. Well, that's good for you city folk. It's <laughs> great for you city slickers. At least we're not like weighing stuff by stones. I mean, what does that even mean? Well, at least I know what that is. I know what I know what a stone is. What is a mile? Twelve, 12 city blocks. <sighs> I don't know. I can look it up right now. Who, who needs to Who needs to memorize it when you can just look it up? That's true. That's true. But doesn't that depend on the city? Uh, you know, I, I've asked that question before, but people have said, "Nah, it's it's about twelve city blocks." <laughs> Yeah, give or take. Have you seen the the? I've only seen the Wikipedia page. That's I assume the only place where anything about this place is documented. There's, uh, there used to, it's been since demolished, but there used to be um, 
a city, I believe, in South Korea that because of some weird um, consequence of like treaties and things ended up being uh, like a very small area, but there were like no zoning laws or and like governance was very limited because of some weird agreement. So there was no limit on how tightly packed people could live. And it's just this tiny square in the middle of an otherwise normal city that is so 12 city blocks in that place is going to be different. <laughs> I guess what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. No one's going to argue with you there. So we got 11 reviews total. Of, uh, 10 of them are five stars. One is four stars. We're going to read that four star first here. Uh, titled Cool Plush. <laughs> Fran- Francis Chan, the Nummel Lover, uh, Orlando, Florida. I just got the Japanese version of this plush. I wanted the polka doll version of this plush more, but my mom didn't really like that one. <laughs> Her fur is very soft, but the antlers are kind of stuck together. Mine came with a few rips, sadly. I love this plush anyways, since Xerneas is always one of my favorite legendary Pokemon. Xerneas is not a her. Xerneas, in fact, does not have a gender. That's true. Mm. The the second thing I was going to make is I feel like the Japanese plushes are not the same as these plushes. No, I don't think so. Which we've, we've seen a common theme in some of these reviews. Yeah. Um, also, what about your mom didn't like? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I don't think I would give a plush four out of five if it had rips. That would probably be like a one out of five to me. The person's mom was like, yeah, but you could get the Pokey doll one, but this one stands almost 20 inches tall. <laughs> this one has really soft fur. <laughs> it, it brings a kind of fuzzy power to its owner. <laughs> this Pokemon. <laughs> this Pokemon. <laughs> Travis, do you want to read one? I would love to. The next review... Uh, five of five Pokeballs entitled Wow. And I say wow like that because it's wow and then an ellipsis. It's wow dot dot dot. <laughs> uh, this is by the reviewer Alex O. I should do the whole thing in that voice. This was the first one I ordered from this site and the build quality blows me away. It does... Hmm? It does barely stand upright, and it's not as soft as it could possibly be, but the size and quality of the plush is absolutely amazing. It's almost 20 inches tall. It stands almost 20 inches tall. This Pokemon! Uh, they're disagreeing with uh, the last person, saying it's not soft, so I'm, yeah. I'm just confused now. There's some conflict yeah. here. But this person said five out of five Pokeballs. That's right. Well, eight out of eight people found the next review helpful. Five <laughs> out of five Pokeballs. The eth- what is that? Ethereal? Ethereal. Ethereal Stag of Internal Life Exernius by Team Flare Flareon, the furious flaming feline from Team no, Flare no headquarters. Can- Did anybody in Team Flare use a Flareon? <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Um, Xerneas is one of my dearest friends and companions. He is <laughs> one of my top favorite Pokemon. This plush toy model of the magnificent stag of eternal life is an absolute work of art. He stands regally on his own, with his beautiful rack of multi-hued <laughs> antlers spread atop on his head, 
The fabric of this plush is very soft and accurately covered, colored, beautiful shades of blue and yellow. His colorful antlers are made of a different, more durable, and less soft material, and they are quite flexible and spongy. All of the details of this plush are spot on and accurate, even the minor details. The X pattern on his pupils, of his pupils. This is a very sturdy plush, stuffed moderately stiffly so that Xerneas can stand up, but still very cuddly. His legs and feet have a solid wire inside to allow him to balance when in standing position. I like to gently hug my Xerneas plush as I sleep every night. <laughs> this is a very lovely collector's item that I consider a treasure. I love my Xerneas so much. I didn't know that Xerneas had X's for pupils. This person probably writes a lot of fanfic. I'm not going <laughs> to Oh, you, you don't know the the uh, the great author Team Flare Flareon, the furious flaming feline of Team Flare HQ. Ah, uh, I, mean, I that, do now. That is quite a review. Yeah, stands so regally on his own, which again is contradictory from what we read earlier. So there yeah. must be either different different standards here between reviewers, or there's. A uh, wide variety in the quality of production yeah. of these areas. I think Pokemon Center is just sending out anything that comes out of the stores. Well, <laughs> no, no quality check on them. <laughs> that looks fine. There's just one guy. I mean, Team Flare Flareon uh, did say that the plush was very soft, except for the um, the antlers. Are they? Yeah, they said the antlers are less soft. So that kind of. Mm-hmm goes with Alex O, um, and then we've kind of decided that Francis Chan does not have the same version since they have the Japanese version that his mom liked. <laughs> uh, yeah, Xerneas. It's almost 20 inches tall, guys. I mean, he's a pretty Stan's almost Pokemon. 20 inches tall. This Pokemon. <laughs> this Pokemon! Uh, my next Xerneas, I'm just going to name it this. <laughs> Our Pokemon of the week. Moving on. Do you know here. there's eleven reviews on this? If you click like view more, there's eleven yeah. of them. Obviously we can't read all of them, but it's a popular item. It is, it is. <sighs> uh Pokemon of the Week is actually Chris's favorite Pokemon. I forgot to ask that earlier in the show, but now you now you'll know his favorite Pokemon because it's the Pokemon we were of the keeping week. It, we were keeping it a secret. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so today's Pokemon of the Week is C-Dot. <laughs> uh, said no one ever. C-Dot was actually one of the last Pokemon I needed to complete my Pokedex in X and Y. Oh, so, wow. So before Aorus uh, came out, it was really hard to get. Hmm. Oh, good old C-Dot. Well, the real Pokemon of the Week is Absol. The disaster Pokemon. I think we might have done Absol before, but it was probably... If I was to guess, probably early 20s. and Certainly pre-Mega Absol. That's, that's very true, very true. Um, so uh, Absol cannot evolve into any other Pokemon, but it can Mega Evolve using an Absolite. Uh, let's see here. Let me read something. Read a, read a little something here. Absol lives in the mountains far from civilization and, is, and rarely ventures down from its alpine home. Using its horn, Absol is able to sense even subtle changes in the sky and land to predict when a natural disaster will occur, and will try to warn people 
when one is approaching. This often has unfortunate effects of Absol itself for being blamed for the disaster. There you go. Uh, and Chris, favorite Pokemon, A? Yeah, I mean, I, I just always really like the design of Absol, and then when I found out it tries to help people when there's a tornado or something, I'm like, he sounds like an alright dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty legit. <laughs> I'm sure Travis will have a good move set. We have three abilities though. We have pressure, super luck, or just oh justified, and then uh, Mega Absol has magic bounce. I don't know if there's a ability that is preferred. Um, either so for um, if you're if you're not running Mega Absol, probably either um. Justified or, or super luck. Uh, justified being an ability where um, if you're hit by a dark type move, your um, your attack gets raised one stage. Makes you a good way to, if you're expecting a dark type move, you can switch into Absol um, and then already be um, one attack up. And it's good, I suppose, uh, for an Absol that is a Mega Absol so that before it's Mega Evolved, you can get that benefit too. Um, super luck is also really fun because that uh, increases the critical hit ratio. So it's a little more gimmicky, but you can do. But since you're probably going to be running Night Slash anyway, every once in a while, um, which also has an increased critical hit chance, that can be really awesome as well. Um, should I do two, one for if you're just using base Absol, and one for if you're doing Mega? Sure, sure, yeah. I like the I like the gimmicky super luck ones a little more, so I would recommend um, sucker punch is too strong to not go with the uh, ability to have a priority same type attack bonus move is very strong. I would also recommend uh, night slash to take advantage of super luck, and then uh, superpower is a good strong move for coverage, um, and then. Gets U turn, right? Does it get U turn? Let's see. It has to, right? It seems like a U turn y type of. Nope. This just in. Absol does not get U turn. It gets, uh, it gets played rough. Oh, that would actually like be very good. It baton pass, then. doesn't it? I think it does get baton pass, but with uh, the rest of the moveset, that wouldn't fit in too much. But yeah, play rough would be a good uh, final move because that move is quite good. Um, and then if you're going to do um, Mega Absol um, oh sorry and I guess for that you would want to do Jolly as your nature because it's kind of slow uh, and then um, maybe a Life Orb I guess for the item or even you could go with uh, the Dark Plate because two of your moves are going to be dark but Life Orb is going to be able to get you more one hit KOs with that critical hit um and then, and I do like the um, the list Smogun has for uh, for Mega Absol, which is uh, Jolly Nature again, um, Absolite obviously, and then Swords Dance, Sucker Punch, Knock Off, and Play Rough uh, is good because it it's good coverage and it plays off um, Mega Absol's strength because with that ability Magic Bounce, you can. Uh, if Absol is already mega evolved, you can switch it into uh, when you expect something like a Will-O-Wisp uh, or Thunder Wave, what have you. 
then the person's defensive Pokemon that would be using those types of moves is going to be forced to switch out. You can take that turn to use the Swords Dance to get your attack up by two stages, uh, and then Sucker Punch and Bye Bye Birdie, I guess. (laughs) And then if you're lucky enough to get a shiny Pokemon, shiny Absol, you're going to get like a red-tinted Absol instead of a blue-tinted Absol, which is pretty cool. Uh, a little bit of trivia, Mega Absol has the highest attack of any non-legendary Pokemon, which it's not a part of any evolutionary family. Um, R- really? Highest attack of any non-legendary Pokemon? Wow, I would have guessed just non-legendary Dark type, but I guess its attack is 130. So, uh, Absol's location in many games support the description of appearing when a disaster occurs. In Diamond and Pearl, Absol appears on Route 213, which is close to Lake Valor. Uh, which was drained by Team Galactic. Mm. In Platinum, Absol appears at Mount Cornet in places that one can first access heading to the Spear Pillar before Giratina is released. Mm. Spoiler. Uh, in Black and White, Absol can be found at the Giant Chasm, a place where disasters uh, are said to be befall trainers and Route 13, Route 13 being known as an unlucky number, uh, or in 13... Uh, is that an unlucky number? Indeed, two years later, the giant chasm is where Team Plasma makes its stand. In Pokemon Ranger, Shadows of Alma? Al- Almia, I think. Isn't there an I? Yeah. Uh, Absol can be found at the Altru Al- building and the Altru Tower from which Team Dinsum. <laughs> I don't know why that's that so funny. classic Pokemon villain, Team Dinsum. <laughs> Plans to take control of all the Pokemon in the region. Uh, Absol was the last answer to Pokemon's trainer choice questions, and Absol is the only non-legendary Pokemon to be featured on box art for Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire, though it often appears in Legends. I'm assuming it appears in the back of the box. Yeah, I like the detail that, um, that it often appears near disaster locations in the game, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's like, I knew the Pokedex entry, but I didn't know that it's actually located there in the games. That's very cool. <clears throat> uh, not seeing anything else really uh, factual here. He was in the Jirachi movie. I remember that. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Because he shows up before, um, before Jirachi gets, like, taken. Or, like, when... Like that giant Groudon appeared or yeah. something? Yeah. Wasn't it a robot Groudon? That could be correct. I don't remember the movie. I can't remember. It wasn't a real Groudon, though. Yeah. Um, I like Jirachi. I feel like Absol was in a different movie as well. Didn't say here in the... Bullopedia. I think Absol is more of a Hot Topic or Spencer's Gifts type of Pokemon. <laughs> I can see it wearing like some band T-shirt or mm-hmm. <laughs> gotten a data remember tea. <laughs> it does appear in uh, Destiny Deoxys as well as, uh, and it also appears in Giratina and the Sky Warrior. Uh, I've not seen the Giratina movie. Neither have I. There we go. And you know I haven't. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Vintage Travis. <laughs> Never changing. Well, I think that wraps up the show for everyone. 
Before we say our goodbyes, uh, I want to remind everyone about our... You say that like this is the last... Before we say our goodbyes and... <laughs> Shut well, the show down I, for good. <laughs> I was glad I could be on the very last episode of Utsuka. <laughs> <laughs> glad to have you, Chris. Uh, You're the Absol of, <laughs> of our program. Yeah. Absol just fits for the last episode. Um, uh, it was a disaster all the way through. <laughs> Uh, the, uh, <laughs> there's an ongoing Patreon for It's Super Effective. Uh, you can check that out at patreon.com slash it's super effective. All one word, one long word. Um, yeah, but we're doing a Patreon to raise money to do more stuff with the show. That's kind of the, uh, the focus behind why we're doing a Patreon after the Kickstarter, even though the Kickstarter was well over six months ago. But, uh... By donating a dollar a month to the Patreon, which is 25 cents per episode, if you think about it. Four episodes a month, one dollar a month. A dollar will get you into our Slack community, which has over 50 members, and uh, there's a lot of trading happening, a lot of breeding help, a lot of battling, some free-for-all battles. Uh, If you like Jeopardy, you can play Jeopardy with uh, Will, who is number one in said Jeopardy. Uh, So... uh, a lot of things going on with Slack. Uh, Slack, sorry. Uh, there was a Mario Kart tournament that happened last weekend, and with Splatoon coming out, I'm sure we're going to use Slack to get some people together to play Splatoon, uh, which will be really cool um, for like five dollars a month or something like that. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know what my own it Patreon is. Dollars? Are you talking about the, the sticker pack? Yeah, the sticker pack, uh, and I believe this. The the first round of stickers will be Rotom based stickers made by Jeff Thied, mm. uh, a wonderful 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 artist. Uh, he made some Rotom stickers up. So if you like Rotom, uh, who doesn't? The, Rotom's awesome. He is really awesome. Yeah, that'll be the first sticker pack that will go out to our backers. And then if you want to be on the show, there's a there's a pledge reward for that. But um, just just throwing us like a dollar every month would really really be awesome and really help us out. Um, otherwise, Travis, where can they find you? Twitter, 500 pixels, Flickr, and Tumblr, uh, under the handle, the Travis W. Awesome. Chris, where can they find you if you want to be found? Unless you don't want to be found. Uh, Hey, if someone wants to listen to me, not say a whole lot on Twitter, uh, I'm at monkeyfoo, it's M0NKEYFU. Uh, I mean, that's where you're going to get me most of the time. Awesome. Cool. You can uh, follow me on Twitter uh, or PlayStation Network or Nintendo Network, whatever they call that, <laughs> if you want to play Splatoon or Destiny or anything. That's all the same. It's dragging a lake. Hasn't changed. Never will, probably. Uh, otherwise, you can follow the podcast on Twitter. It's at Pokemon Podcast. That's probably where you're going to get the most up-to-date information about new episodes or... Uh, delays or early releases. Twitter's kind of like are the main jam. Also on Facebook, if you people still do that Facebook thing, facebook.com slash pkmncast. Uh, you can listen to the show on YouTube, on SoundCloud, on iTunes, on Stitcher, uh, directly on the website as well. Um, just type in Pokemon Podcast and you'll, you'll get there. Obviously, you're listening to the show now, so you've you found it somehow. 
And then finally, if you haven't done so already, please leave us a review in iTunes. We're trying to get to 500 reviews by the end of the year, and leaving a review in iTunes helps other people find our show. Um, so that kind of helps everyone out and uh, shows people that you listen to the show. Uh, otherwise, thank you, Travis, and thank you, Chris. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, it's no, fun. thanks for being on. You're awesome. Anytime. Uh, this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are... Super effective. Super effective. Dun, dun, dun. Thank you, everyone. <laughs>